This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. It's a story that inspired the nation. An amputee runner took on the ultimate human race using crutches and inspired millions of South Africans around the world with his strength and determination. Golani Lovano pursued his dream and completed the Comrades Marathon this year and did the entire grueling race on crutches. But the Comrades 2018 is not the biggest mountain that Golani has climbed in his life. This incredible South African survived bone marrow cancer and a little over two years ago was living on the streets as a drug addict under a bridge in Pretoria for over seven years. Running has indeed enabled him to turn his life around and in the process inspired millions of South Africans. And we have him in studio today. I'm so excited. Kolani, thanks so much for joining me on my Jackpot podcast. Your story is both humbling and inspiring. Hello, hello, General. Yeah, thank you about that. Yeah, my story, yeah, you know, sometimes when you trust yourself and you tell this thing you're doing, you're just doing, because the thing of me, comrade and running, is just another addiction now. Another addiction. But before we get into that, how exactly did you lose your leg? Yeah, to lose my leg, it's a bone cancer. I found this, something like a big ball close to my knee. Yeah, I staying a long time to that big ball. And you know, when that time I'm smoking the drugs and I'm staying on the street. So at the end, I'm feeling sick. Everything smells bad. Even the drugs smell bad. I end up, I'm going to the doctor. Doctor, they say I have a bone cancer. So we're supposed to cut off the leg. And and that was the treatment that you got for the bone cancer was, the, was to amputate. Yeah, it's just, they amputate my leg. After that, when they amputate, they cut my leg. I found the treatment of chemo. Because when you have a cancer, you're supposed to eat that seven months chemo. So I used that chemo, that seven months. After that, I was never going to check what's going on with cancer. And Koladi, after that, you, you were still living on the streets. So even after the operation, um, and, and you were still living under a bridge in, in Pretoria. Uh, on that time, on that time, because all of this thing started Eastern Cape, me before I was born in Eastern Cape. Because on that time, I used to be a noity. On that time, I had two legs at Eastern Cape. So... When you know it too much, you rob the people, you kick the people. At the end, they take out your left leg, they cut your leg. So now, when I'm still at Eastern Cape, I'm going to jail before, and I'm coming back at jail, I found this bone cancer. And now the guys, they're taking a revenge for me now. They kick me. Yeah, Colin, on that time, you have a two legs. You used to doing this and this and this and this. That's why I end up, I run at Eastern Cape. I see, and now I'm a target now. Let me change the town. At least I'm going to the new town. They didn't know me. They didn't know you. Um, how, did you how did you meet Hein Fenter? How did that come about? Yeah, I staying a long time on the street of Pretoria. I used to beg in Queen Wilhelmin before. And I, you know, when you're begging in one robots, you're feeling the people you bored of the people. They see one face, one face, one face every day. I changed the robots to Irene, close to Irene Mall. So in Irene Mall, I see Mr. Enfender. One day he gave me 1,000. He passed me. Hello. He gave you 1,000 rand? Yeah. 
Just, just, just like out of the generosity of his yeah, heart. Yeah, go and buy food. Is that thing they ask you? What's going on in your life? I said, No man, my grandmother. You know, as the street beggars, we have uh, tricks for you, white yeah. guys. I'm an, uh, my mother. <laughs> Trick, tricks for Mlungu. Yeah, you got some tricks for, for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. My grandmother is sick and my children, because you know Mlungu, if we're talking about family, uh, they take that thing serious. Yeah. So, it, I mean, we're, we're laughing about this and, and it is, you're giving away secrets here, but the reality is the reason why you would say something like that is out of desperation. You need money. Yeah, I need the money for drugs. For drugs yeah, at the for time. Yeah, for drugs, yeah. Because all of that money I need, I, I need the money for drugs. I want to smoke. So Hein gave you a thousand rand and, and what did you do? Did you did you go off and, and sort of buy drugs with that? Yes, I'm buying drugs. He gave me thousand rand at 11 o'clock. Tomorrow early in the morning, he saw me again. I'm, I'm still hungry again. I have another problem. You see, I'm always problem, problem. But at the end, he told me, man, hey, uh, I want to do something for you. But on my side, yeah, I said, no matter, it's a cleaning job because, yeah, me, I was never awake. And, you know, in South Africa, if you don't go at school, you don't have a qualifications, it's not easy to find a job. It wouldn't be easy to yeah. find a job without and an education. another side, you have a one leg. So let's say maybe it's a garden. Garden, you can't take the one leg guy. How can you make, how can you push the river with one leg? So, so, so Mr. Hein Fenter, he, he took you in after helping you with a bit of money. Um, and did he get you off the drugs? Mr. Anfender, he take me... I, I lied to him. It's not easy to tell someone I'm smoking drugs. He take me at 26 April. At, next day, it's a holiday. And on that first day, he take me, he call all of his staff. Staff man, please, no one have a room. One of the guys, they say, yes, I have a room at Mamelodi. So he take me to Mamelodi. That guy, give that guy money to rent for me a room, to buy me clothes and blankets, all of the stuff for room, and the money to coming back at work. Why do you think, why do you think Hein wanted to help you? What do, what do you think was behind his kindness? Yeah, I said maybe, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's God on that time. Maybe you help me or else it's a, it's just, you know, sometimes I have that belief. If God, maybe they make a plan for you because I'm suffering a long time. I was never, I staying at Eastern Cape on the street. I'm staying at Deben on the street. I didn't find a help like this. But at the end, I, at the age of 33 years, 32 years, I found that, that help. So I said, yeah, it's God. I was never awake, but it's my first job. Olani, um, how, how did you get off drugs? What, did you go to rehab? I didn't go to rehab. I ended up to tell Mr. Enfender, Mr. Enfender, I have a problem now. After, because it's 26, they take me 26, uh, 27, 28. When we're coming back at work, yeah, I start to shivering because, you know, when you're injecting yourself, Sorry, you don't know. When you're injecting yourself, <laughs> when, you, when you're injecting yourself, you feel another pain. Yeah, it would be it would it's be a ease. come down. Uh, yeah. you, you you need more of the drugs to just almost be normal. Yeah, you need another drugs. But on that stage, it's nice sometimes when you want to get out in the things to change the friends, and you have a, someone who help you. Someone who help you every time you feel like I'm like this. Because when you are like. You need a supporters. Mr. Enfender is my supporter on that time. He's, uh, he's still your supporter. It's absolutely now, phenomenal. It's, now, it's a big supporter on that time of drug. It's a big supporter. Because, you know, I end up, I'm going with my melody back. Yeah, the room I found, they have a butler. I told the guy, bruh, key for me, man, please. 
at the end, I take out the problem with the problem. I never say, because when I'm smoking that drug, you don't sleep if you don't smoke. So I end up, I drink too much. Brandy, brandy, whiskey, whiskey, brandy, brandy. To fin- find myself sleep. So it was almost like a waterfall of problems yeah. at that time. Yeah, it's a big problem. Because I, I, when Mr. I they end up there here, Golani started to drink now. We come and sit down with me. Golani, you can't take out a problem with a problem. Alcohol is another big problem. Yeah, it take me to AA meetings, AA meetings. Yeah, when you are in AA meetings, you found another guy's stories. Someone share you a story about alcohol. Yeah, you see, yeah, alcohol. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a problem. Golani, um, it's, how long has it been? How long have you been off drugs and, and off, off the alcohol? Yeah, alcohol is not too much because I'm off in 2017, last year, November. I was never take alcohol and I'm going to another rehab center because, you know, it's December. I say, yeah, it's December. I don't want to drink at December because I'm staying in location on that time. I, let me go to another rehab center at Kwasizabandu. It's something like Christian. It's a farm at Deben. So I'm staying there at December because I'm afraid to stay with the, you know. To be, to be around, the, yeah. you know, like to, to, to not be around the drugs and the alcohol, yeah. to rather stay away. Tell me about the running. How, how did you get this passion for running and where did that come from? Yeah, you know, Sunbeds, they have a club, you know, when we work, all of the people there, it's a, people like active people, we talk every day, it's a running, running, every weekend, running, so I see, yeah, even me, man, I'm doing this thing. You know, sometimes when we're going in the race, we see a uh, eight years old mother. Me, I'm 30. That lady, she's 80. So, uh, it's too old, this one. Even me, I'm stronger than him. Yeah, she, he's <laughs> strong, but I'm strong. I'm doing that thing. I'm starting with the five kilometers. Even, just, even with just one leg? Yeah. Do you always run with crutches? Is that part of the process? You know, yeah, I have I have a running blade. You know, before Mr. Yusuf Abram, they found me and Mr. Anfender were running 42 kilometers. I have a, I wear the leg. Yeah, so now I found a running plate. When I found a running plate, my stomp is not right. I supposed to go and make operation. The doctor operate me. They didn't operate me right. So now when the doctor, they say, no, man, you can't run with this running plate. Yeah, maybe I run more than 521 kilometers. So the marathon, I'm running uh, Deloitte or i running with a plate. Most of the 21 kilometers I run in Pretoria. But at the end, I found a pain, everything. So when the doctor, they say, no, you can't run, I tell myself, eh, me, I use the trashes more than 10 years. I run with the trashes. And now the running is addicted on my blood now. I said, okay, if you take your running plate, me, I run with a kerk. That's incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. The photos, um, the photos of you on social media uh, that have trended and, and shown you in this position running with crutches, um, it is, it's inspiring South Africans because there's so many people who are able-bodied, who have both their legs, who don't run and who don't get out there. And then they see this guy, the South African guy on crutches running, what is it, 90 kilometers, the, the comrades. Before we get into that, you just, you mentioned Yusuf Abramji and we all know Yusuf, he's a great South African a champion, a change maker. He found you when you were doing that race at 40, 42 kilometers, I think. Yeah, it's 42 kilometers. When he found you. Wally Highway, my first 42. And, and Yusuf and I um, are, are actually very good friends. And I, I contacted him and I said to him, look, I have Kolani in the studio. I, I, I'm going to have him in studio. We're going to be chatting. Um, is there anything you want to say? And, uh, and he sent us this little voice note. 
Hi, Brent. Uh, it's Yusuf Abramji. Just uh, calling in to congratulate uh, Kolani on his outstanding achievement. Uh, the mere fact that he completed the first Comrades Marathon is a triumph not only for himself, but uh, for other amputees and people who are unable to complete uh, almost 100 kilometers. Um, I remember the day when I was driving on the outskirts of Centurion uh, and I saw an ambulance um, and on the side of the ambulance was Kolani on his crutch completing a uh, half marathon. I stopped, took some photographs, uh, put it on the social media and uh, that created a lot of awareness. I then uh, met his employer and we had a very long chat and when I heard uh, the story of Kolani, it really inspired me from the dumps uh, into success and uh, really making a success of his life and making a name for himself. For himself. Kolani, congratulations, we are proud of you. You've not only done yourself and your coach proud, you've done the country proud and we salute you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, his, his little voice note is a message from all South Africans. Um, we published the story on Good Things Guy and, and just the accolades, the comments, um, the way South Africans stood behind you for this incredible feat that you've done, um, r running the comrades on crutches. What, what made you want that goal? What was, what was the dream behind comrades? Yeah, the dream with the comrades, yeah, it's just finishing, to see myself finishing, you know. And this guy, they talk here, Mr. Yusifa, you, you remember I was never used to staying on the street. If you hear this guy in my first time I'm out on TV, when they talking about Kolani, that guy, they make me feel like, a, you know, when you did, you watch the soccer, when someone they going to make a score, do they have a champion? Do they have a champion? It's a mistake. You see, Abraham, when <laughs> I see my story last year about him, they talking about me on TV. Ish, that guy, yeah. He, so Yusuf does a lot of good work for South Africa. Yeah, and, that guy. And he was meant to find you and, and tell your story. Mm. And I think that moment at, at that Wally race in, what's it called, the Wally Howard, I think. Yeah, it's a the Wally. Race, the race in, in Pretoria. When he saw you, um, it elevated you to a platform where it put you in a position mm. that when you, when you were in the Comrades this year, a couple of weeks ago, people were watching they wanted to know how far you went and if you made it to the end. And, and there's so many runners that run the comrades, but South Africa was invested in your story because you are an inspiration. You've come exactly like what's said in the voice notes. You've come from, from nothing mm -hmm. and you are a successful South African. Um, even though you've had trials and tribulations and it, it's been a tough road for you, you as a human being inspire others to be better. Mm -hmm. And that is just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. Um, to have you in studio today is an absolute honor for me. It's an thank honor. You, thank you, thank you. Um, I have to touch on, on the fact, because there was controversy, uh, the medal thing with the comrades. Mm. So... You, you did the comrades, you completed the comrades, they, give, they gave special permissions for you to be able to finish in a little bit longer. Obviously because you're on crutches, come on man, this is, this is understandable. <laughs> 90 kilometers on crutches, I don't think I could do it in the time yeah. you did. It's absolutely impressive. 
Um, and, and then social media were quite upset that you didn't get a medal. But you actually did, right? Hein had, had given you one of his old medals that he had engraved with your name. Yeah, that medal. You know, when we negotiate, me and Mr. Einfender, Mr. Einfender started the medal in 19... started the Comrade Marathon in 1984. And me, I was born in that year. That medal is so special for me because it's a 1984 medal. And now he ran a Comrade Marathon with a guy he's born in 1984. And I told him, he didn't tell me... Uh, he have a medal for me on that time. He showed me when we get in in Moses Mabida. But me, the thing I want, I know I don't have pride, I don't have nothing there before I'm going there. I want only to finish the Comrade Marathon. That's what I want. But when we get in there, Mr. Enfender say, stop Maniki, open his pocket. Even on the hotel, he didn't show me. I <laughs> <laughs> Just take out and tell me this medal is 1984. When you are born, I was born in 1984. Eh? 1984. Yeah, it's a beautiful medal for me. And at the back, he wrote Golani 2018. Yeah. That, that so is so special. <laughs> so special. That moment when you crossed the finish line, what, what did it feel like? Yeah, I, you know you know the supporters in Moses Mabida. They've been at all. That that race I finished because of the supporters. Crowd. You know the crowd that I found, I'm like... Did uh, they push you through? Uh, uh, I was never found that crowd before. Yeah, Pretoria supporting me. Crowd on the... All of the route I passed, the crowd that I found, it's like... They see someone like these guys, Ronaldo. You see these guys, they make a beautiful... But Kolani, you are our Ronaldo. <laughs> we look up to you, man. It's, it's, that's the thing, I think, that maybe, maybe the experience is very overwhelming to have people know your name and, mm-hmm. and to have people follow your story. But what, what I want to leave you with is that you are an inspiration. And to a, to a lot of South Africans, I see it. I work in the journalism space and I see the online conversation about how, to you, you were just running, right? Yeah. You were just doing a race. <laughs> but in reality, you weren't. You were, you were running for all of us. And we all followed your, your journey that day and we want to continue following your journey. So, so my, my last question is, um, what's next? Yeah, next now, you know, now I finished to talk to my coach. Now they check the way for me at Virgin Active because I'm supposed to train hard for Ironman. Now I want January. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're doing Ironman? Yeah, January, it's a half Ironman at East London, so I was supposed to be there. Now I'm training hard because the hard thing for me is swimming. Because a, a triathlon, the Ironman is, is swimming, running and cycling, yeah? Yeah. I have a running plate, if I say to you. So that running plate, we're changing that running plate. I get in the knee, I cycling. I don't have a problem of cycling. And swimming, I swim. But you know, the problem now, it's a hard thing. It's a swimming for Ironman. So I, I, I mean, I've listened to a bit of your story and, and I've gotten to know you a little bit better. I don't think that you would battle at all. I think <laughs> we've got a couple of months to go before January. Uh, you've got some, some good training time in. And, um, and I'm excited to follow your, your race when, when January comes around. Mm. We're all excited. Yeah. (laughs) Kolani, thank you for joining me in studio today. Um, Like I said, it's an honor to interview you and to get to know you. And we'll we'll bring updates to all of our listeners as you join more races and follow your passion. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. 
I'm Brent Lindekew, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a jackpot podcast. For more episodes, subscribe on iTunes, Iona FM, or Play FM. And please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.